This episode of Solutions in Senior Health is brought to you by Home Care Solutions in Pensacola, Florida. So hello and welcome to episode four of Solutions in Senior Health. Today we're going to be talking about journaling, not only the benefits it can provide for you for your mental health, but also for your legacy. So Chase, uh, yes, we have started to ask our caregivers to try to start journaling with their clients now when they go out to see them in the home. And they have a little journal that they can either write for them or they can ask them questions and have the clients write in the books themselves. So a memory journal? I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called, right? Yeah, Your memory, memory journal. journal. And, and you guys hand them out to every client and encourage the caregivers to mm-hmm. help them do that. Do you all do any journaling at all? I don't. Sharon does. I do. I've already created. Uh, I have three children, so I decided they didn't want. They didn't. I didn't want them to fight over one journal. Uh-huh. So I made three, and so it's pretty uh, standard. The same set of questions in almost every journal. So they're finished now. So um, when something happens to me, my kids can say, "I didn't know that about mom." Oh yeah. You know, kind of thing. So it's very and it's it's fun because there was things I remember like. In fact, the other day I was driving down the road and I thought, I need to put that in there. I remember one of my boyfriend's names. <laughs> so I think. <laughs> and one of my favorite song, songs when we when I was going out with him when I was in high school. So it's just like, well, this is really cool. I need to write that down somewhere. So I think it's important because as seniors age, particularly if they have memory issues, um, and something comes up in conversation and you want to, if you understand where they're coming from, you might want to draw their attention to a, something in one of their um, photo albums or something and then talk about that with them. And then you could journal as part of, of that conversation. Because if they ask about somebody, if they passed away, right. and you don't want to say they've died, that's kind of a real negative for people and more confusing for a lot of them. So you might just want to um, write some things down so you, they can reflect back on it later on. So and it, it is up. a good memory exercise, just like you said. You yeah. thought about something the other day, and you know, it helps people remember things, and that's good. Yeah. My my mom remembers all kinds of things, like what she kind of games she played when she was little and stuff. I don't remember that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I find myself even – I used to think, oh, I'm going to remember everything from these days mm-hmm. in my life. You know, these are the best days or whatever. And I find myself remembering stuff just at random that I forgot years and years. I mean, just this week, Maddie and I were looking at some like vintage shoes from the 1990s, mm-hmm. you know, uh, vintage. That's vintage not shoes. vintage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vin- Jake. Vintage for me. But it reminded me, and, and I haven't thought about this in, uh, in 20 years, but after school, I would get my aunt to take me up to the, to the school so I could rollerblade around oh, yeah. on the sidewalks, you know, because, out in Mississippi, there's nowhere to yeah. rollerblade. And it's stuff like that. I mean, I have such great memories about it now, and I can remember all these times I've had. And because you're such an old man. Yeah, do you, do right. you journal? I do a little bit. So I, I have this book that I found, I think it was at Target or something, mm-hmm. called The Story of My Life. Mm-hmm. And in that book, it gives you writing prompts. Like one of them I can rem- remember just off the top of my head is, um, what was your favorite pet growing up? And how did it make you feel when it passed away? Mm. And so I wrote a ball. I mean, I, I like to write, but this, I wrote two pages about this dog this, that I had when I was a kid. <laughs> and when I think about awesome, the dog, though. 
Yeah. And, and when I think about the dog, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that one time when we were playing fetch or something. But like sitting down and thinking about it intentionally right. helps you build that memory. And I, and I think that I, I want to be conscious of these things so that I can leave a legacy for my kids. Mm -hmm. I would love I would have loved if my dad had written a whole bunch of stuff yeah. about his youth and, and remember a lot of the things uh, that he could tell me stories about. I mean, he tells me stories, but mm -hmm. there's more. Yeah. People's lives are more than just the stories you hear from them day to day. Right. Yeah. So the ones you hear over and over and over again. Right. He tells <laughs> it's me the other ones that they don't talk about that that's you right. want to know. You told me that already, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> already heard that, Mom. Move on. Yeah. But a part of it is that to us, it may seem boring. You know, I I never told Maddie about the rollerblading thing because it's not at the top of my head all the time and. Um, it, to anyone else, it wouldn't really be that interesting, mm -hmm. but for the people that care about yeah. you, it, it is interesting. And so she'd probably get a big smile on her face and she'd think that was so sweet. She did. And uh, she loves to hear stories about my childhood, but you know, I'm, I'm a little bit hypocritical because I, I think about these things that are maybe not as dull moments in my life, mm -hmm. but she loves to hear about that interesting stuff yeah. in, in, in my life. So that, that helps motivate me to, to write more in a journal, to write in that story of my life. I love that book and I love the prompts, but it also, at times I feel limited by it. Mm. You know, I wish there were like blank pages in the back. Oh, I could just yeah. write stuff in, but it's so, it's a thick book. You can book use and, a book. Yeah, I know. I can just use a notebook. I know. I know. But, you and know. And then get your rubber band and wrap them together. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. It, it's just a, a motivational thing. Like, ah, I'm getting this book out. Okay, I'm going to write, you know. Yeah. Like, so what sort of stuff well, one is. One of the quotes I, I see here is, a life worth living is worth recording. Mm -hmm. So everybody's life has value and importance. And sometimes we are shaped by the way we grew up. Right. So. Sometimes I think family members will understand you better if they know some of the stories you had going on during your life. Even if our clients aren't wanting to do this as a legacy for their kids, they may not have any family members left. It helps our caregivers learn more about the yeah, client and true, build a yeah. relationship mm -hmm. and, and have a friendship and be, yeah. be better able to take care of them and do things that they're interested in and right and those kinds of things well a lot of time i i know it was like therapeutic for my grandmother to talk about the past mm -hmm. and i i wrote down a lot of the stories that she told me and i hate to say this but whenever our elderly loves loved ones get up there in age and everybody has their lives to mm -hmm. live around it, they almost become neglected in that conversation you know if their spouse has passed away they don't have that person to talk about things with or remember those mm -hmm. things with so they want to talk they yeah. just want somebody to talk to yeah and so not only is it good for people just to have someone to talk to to have a conversation to have community mm -hmm. with someone but it's also a good exercise and and exercise in your brain to think yeah. back to actually think back instead of just maybe staring at the TV. Right, day. right. Sitting, sitting in your chair. Yeah. yeah, and I know we'll probably do something with music later on, but sometimes a song, like in a class I did today, we did uh, an Elvis tribute, and some of the ladies were telling me about some of the songs they liked that Elvis sang, That, and they told me about going to a dance with somebody, 
and listening to a particular Elvis song that mm -hmm. they danced with that particular person with. And that was a reflection for them. Yeah. Anything that triggers that kind of memory. Yeah, music will thing. bring us back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Music always is a big trigger for me. <laughs> Family used to take us to this state park in Mississippi. And it was right when Forrest Gump came out <laughs> back in the early 90s. You know, I was a kid then, so... I was just getting into music, so I got the Forrest Gump soundtrack, and it had all those songs yeah. from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And just recently, I heard the Bob Seger song, Against the Wind. Oh, yeah. I heard Against the Wind. And when I was a kid, that inspired me. Like, that was <laughs> like one of the first, you know, kind of rock songs I loved. I mean, it was like, anyway, so when I listen to that, it takes me right back yeah. to there. And it, and it triggers all these other mm -hmm. memories. So I think, yeah, incorporating music into time that you spend with your elderly loved one will help prompt those mm -hmm. memories. I mean, it, you know, it might not be the kind of music we're into, but the the goal here is to help them. Right. And again, it's not just for them. I mean, this is journaling is important for all of us. Mm -hmm. you don't have to write down every single detail of every day. I just saw online a couple of days ago that someone's grandfather left just a stack of notebooks, and he wrote down every single thing he ate. Wow! Every day for forty years. I don't why? Know, I don't know why, but <laughs> wow. he just did. But he did. But you know, to somebody that could be that useful. would still be in well, it'd still be interesting, right? What 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 were they eating forty years ago? Right. You know. Yeah. What was? Did well, they probably eat? the same thing I was eating forty years ago. <laughs> That's not so interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now well, that I think old old about it, I'm getting old. old. Crocker cookbook was not very creative at all. Well, my my sister-in-law passed away when she was really young at fifty-two, uh -huh. and she had kept a journal every year, her entire married life. So they were married thirty-seven years. So she had thirty-seven journals. Wow. And I remember sitting on my brother's front porch, and he knew she'd been right. She would write in a book, but never pay attention to that many. Yeah. And he learned so much about her. And one of the, he'll, I'll never forget this. He said, <clears throat> I said, I'm really upset about something Robin said. And I said, what? He said, she told, she said in her journal that I didn't talk to her enough. And he was very quiet. He would no. not hold, he'd come home and he just wouldn't talk. Yeah. And he said, I need, I've, I'm sorry I, I was that way. And I said, you know what? It's forgiven now. You can talk to her urn when you bring it home. But it was just something she needed to express. Right. And she did. But she, he had 50, he had 37 years of their life together. I bet that was sad for him, though, to read Yeah. And I'm saying there things were good and... things in it and bad things in it. Yeah. I also keep a journal about life in general. And sometimes I'll be happy with people and sometimes I will <laughs> not be. And mm -hmm. I try to write them both down. Right. Well, it's it, not every day I do it, but every now and then I will write it down. Because some people, the, you, people need to know you were happy with them, and then people need to know that you weren't happy with them sometimes. Because <laughs> I just want them to know that. <laughs> well, I think it's beneficial not only for our mental health to do something like that, to get that out of there, because, number one, you don't want to be holding in mm -mm. stuff. You know, you don't yeah. want to be harboring these feelings. If you write it down, it helps you get it out. It does. Yeah. But not only that, when people go back and read this or whenever you're able to reference this stuff in the past, it's real. You know, you, you're realizing, okay, I'm upset with someone. This is not out of the ordinary mm -hmm. of, I mean, it's not out, outside of the realm of what my personality is. Mm -hmm. I can be upset with someone and I can be okay. Mm -hmm. This happened in my life. I, I had a bad time in my life, but guess what? Two weeks later, I was over it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and so it, it can show not only yourself, but also the people that read it in, in the future that you're able to heal mm-hmm. and that you're a real person right. and they're a real person. I think that's probably what it shows more than anything is that that person was a, you know, you tend to think about your parents as not that they're not real people, but they're different. They're, they're not your friends. Yeah. They are your parents. And so I think then when you go back and you read their journals, you realize that they were just a person right. with the same kind of thoughts and things that you have. Yeah. Going through the same mm-hmm. sort of things that, you know, we experience as adults. Yeah. So that you wouldn't think your parents had to deal with because, you know, most people think their parents are perfect up to a point. Until you're about 14. And all those holidays, which triggers, and I was telling somebody today when I went to see him, I said, for instance, Fourth of July is coming up. So have you ever asked your dad what he what his first Fourth of July that he remembered were like? Because back then we didn't have the major fireworks. Right. I remember doing sparklers in my front yeah. yard. And my daddy being terrified of cherry bombs or anything, that he would he would set them up, but he wouldn't let us because he was afraid we'd get burned yeah. or yeah. something. But back then it wasn't what it is today, but it was still memorable mm-hmm. for me to write down in my journals. What do I remember about Fourth of July? Right. I, I think that's so important to, I mean, if you still have your parents around to, to seriously ask those questions, your parents mm-hmm. or grandparents, Really, you're just going to have to take the initiative if you care mm-hmm. um, and sit down with your grandparents, sit down with your older parents and talk to them about the past. And I, I have a folder on my phone full of stories that my grandmother told me mm-hmm. that no one else knew. Like the, the well, they, they kind of know, but they don't know all the details. So I, I know about the, the day that she met my grandfather I know about their courtship and mm-hmm. and and when wow, they got married. Really cool. you know? Yeah, so, that is cool. And and so, had I not sat down, those stories would have been lost mm-hmm. forever. And you can only get so much so much out of pictures. And I think that that's a a danger that we're experiencing now because we have so much. We have access to our photos and and access to videoing every single thing mm-hmm. that some people think. Oh well, I'll video this. I'll never forget it, but look back on photos of yourself when you're 10 years old and tell me you remember every right. single thing about that photo. Right. You don't know the story behind it. It's just a photo of you standing in front of a car, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I, I think that we have to really be careful about letting social media take the place of actually writing down with intent journals, our stories, um, the, the things that move us, and even the things that are that we think might be boring. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think social media is sort of taking over and putting the putting the damper on. Yeah, and, on well, the it's on easy. the actual pen and and book, you know. Right. Because yeah, it is easy. It's easy, yeah. and and you can scroll past and look. You know, I can yeah. go back to two thousand six on my Facebook and mm-hmm. see all these photos that I posted. But that and that is not always real because we don't always put all the bad stuff in right. there. Right. We don't put on, you know, the the mundane things. Yeah. And I find myself, you know, I, as a social media manager, kind of straying away from putting a lot of real life stuff on there mm-hmm. just because I'm on it all the time. I want to experience real life. And so I might not take a photo at all. Yeah. So that's dangerous. I mean, think about a, a Disney vacation that Maddie and I have and we don't take any photos. But yeah. A couple. You know, there are so many things that happen in between the days that matter. 
that matter to us, matter enough to us for us to talk about it, mm-hmm. then it should matter enough for us to write it down. Yeah. Yep. So to kind of wrap it up, let's just really quickly go over some of these questions that you can ask your grandparents or your parents, get a little information, maybe be inspired to do more. You ask them stuff like where they've traveled before. Like I, I didn't know that my grandfather was in France during World War oh, II, yeah. you know, until he told me about it. And maybe I was a little bit young to, to even care, mm-hmm. but now it, it matters, matters to me. Yeah. So ask them where they've traveled, their best vacations, who their best friends growing up. Because when your grandparents are old, they might have friends from church or something like that. But you don't think about, okay, who were their friends mm-hmm. when they were kids? Yeah. Who were their friends when they were in their early 20s? Ask them about the games that they played when they were kids. Did they like to dance or were they wallflowers? And, <laughs> and all these sort of things kind of give you a sense of a, a greater understanding of their personality. I like this one. Uh, where were you the day JFK was shot? I was five and I remember exactly. I remember exactly where I was with my mother. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember too. And that, that was an important day. So mm-hmm. and that's one of the questions. It, it, they were in all the journals that I filled out really? for my kids. Yeah. yeah. So those big moments in history yeah, yeah. that we all read about. and But for me, you know, that was, I think my dad was born the day after or the day before or something mm-hmm. like that. He doesn't know anything about it. All I've seen are documentaries on mm-hmm. TV. But for anyone else that was, you know, cognizant of mm-hmm. what's going on in the world, that's a, that's a super interesting thing because you get a different perspective than what's on History Channel. Yeah. And then the how much did things cost? Gas, bread, eggs, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's always fun. That can be eye-opening. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I want to just encourage everyone to take the initiative after you listen to this podcast. Get a, a piece of paper and a pen mm-hmm. and jot down some of these questions and ask your parents, ask your grandparents, and try to just get a conversation going there because I can guarantee you They'll appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And even for yourself, just start journaling. Yeah, even for yourself, especially right now. Now is the best time to start. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time on Solutions in Senior Health. (laughs) 